I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. The Raiders is a team that we don't care for. Something, something, Bronco. With Lord Lattimore Volk, Jess Place, and Tim Lynch. Yes, my master. Get involved in the conversation at milehighreport.com. You are listening to Something Something Broncos. I am Jess Place, joined by Lori Lattimore-Volkman and Tim Lynch. I am sad to say that I am... No longer doing the sponsor because I am lazy. So all the shows from now on will be sponsored by laziness. So uh, no way. Come on, come on. You can do better than amusing. that. <laughs> I got one. You have a sponsor. You got a sponsor without telling us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Empower Field at Arrowhead Stadium. <laughs> oh, oh. Nice. Isn't that nice how, how our stadium sponsor supports our division rival? Like, how great was that? I saw that tweet uh, shortly after the Kansas City Chiefs uh, clinched their Super Bowl berth. Our stadium sponsors congratulated their Super Bowl, well, we'll say AFC Championship, where they haven't won the Super Bowl yet. And um, I don't think it's going to happen personally, but it's a little depressing to see that. Budweiser sponsors multiple teams and things like that. But Empower Retirement was sold to us uh, by Joellis as a hometown Colorado company that likes the Chiefs. So um, (laughs) depressing. Or a hometown Colorado company that supports multiple football teams and could give a rat's ass about the Denver Broncos and their rivalry. Get your retirement planning with them today. <laughs> or not. Or not. I don't know. I don't know. It's just depressing. Or like protect your tweets so only, you know, Chiefs fans can see them. <laughs> <laughs> I think everyone's overreacting over it. It is odd that they would be th- that tone deaf that they sponsor field to the biggest rival of the Chiefs. They're a proud partner. What are you going to do? I guess. Yeah. Hashtag. Proud. Proud. <laughs> Chiefs Kingdom. Yeah. I know, right? Why not just, yeah, Chiefs Kingdom Empower Field at Mile High. Why not? <laughs> like, yeah, so that was depressing. Also, as depressing is the fact that they're even going to the Super Bowl. I was really hoping that Derrick Henry would run for three million yards and uh, Ryan Tannehill would be... It is what it is. The Chiefs are going to the Super Bowl. They're going to play the San Francisco 49ers, or as I like to call them, the NFC Broncos, with uh, Shanahan the Younger and uh, John Lynch, uh, Ring of Famer uh, as general manager. You've got Emmanuel Sanders. You've got uh, Ben Garland, who is playing. Uh, you might remember Ben Garland as the practice squad player for, I think, 15 years. He was on the practice <laughs> squad for 15 years. There's a lot of uh, Broncos interest with the 49ers uh, outside of the fact that we absolutely hate the Chiefs. So, do you have any, any thoughts? <laughs> no, I'm good. Tim's done. That was enough. <laughs> Tim's already done. As, as a blogger, that might be lethal. I don't, I don't know. 
I'll see you in March. Okay, so Lori, what do you have on the uh, on the game? <laughs> on the matchup, do you have thoughts? I am just praying that Shanahan works his magic and figures out a way to neutralize Patrick Mahomes because that guy is too good. But if there is a mastermind out there who can maybe figure out a way around him, hopefully it's Kyle Shanahan. <laughs> well, here's my prediction. Shanahan will be up 28 to three and then Mahomes will win 51 to 28. <laughs> He'll be up 28 to three in the fourth and then lose. It's my sincere hope that uh, they Shanahan him the trophy uh, at the end of the Super Bowl. <laughs> Shanahan. Got it. Shanahan. Uh, okay. Go him. Dad yeah. joke number one. <laughs> uh, okay, I'm done. <laughs> right, we were all rooting for the Titans. Oh, of course. Oh, my goodness. Definitely, yes. I, I never even turned on the game. I already knew who's going to win. You've been so fatalistic about this, Tim. You're just like, oh, the Chiefs are going to win. My life is over. Like, Why don't you become a 100% Chiefs fan for the next two weeks, and then maybe... They'll lose because history is not on the Chiefs' side. Listen, listen. I wish to God the Broncos had drafted Patrick Mahomes over Garrett Bowles, okay? <laughs> there isn't a day goes by where I don't think about the decisions that were made in 2017 that has brought us to this point. But hey, you know, what are you going to do? Elway, Elway <laughs> needed a left tackle, and uh, Garrett Bowles was a third-round graded talent and because there were no talented left tackles he was a first rounder so let's go <laughs> well hold on hold on that was my best garrett bowles impression what i said hold on that was my best garrett bowles impression hold uh, on see ooh. there's my dad right, joke. Lori, you're up <laughs> oh my god i can't we need your dad joke, joke Lori. <laughs> <laughs> hand it to garrett bowles Oh my yeah, goodness. Yeah, no. All right, so let's move on. I was talking to my friend who is a big Chiefs fan and and I said, "Wow, this is this is a big moment for you. This is this is a very exciting. This is like the best you've been since Elvis Gerback." And he's like, "The sexiest man alive." And I was like, "What? What do you mean?" <laughs> and so he told me a story and it is 100% true. I looked it up. Our sister site Arrowhead Pride actually published a uh, article about it. In 1998, they made a mistake. People Magazine did this and accidentally declared Elvis Gerback people's sexiest athlete. You may not remember him. He was a quarterback. Uh, I believe he also played for the Ravens for a while, but he was uh, not good. And actually, he almost came to Denver. I remember there being some talk uh, a long time ago about possibly bringing him in. But the magazine told its photographers to take pictures of the Chiefs quarterback, not specifying that they meant Rich Gannon and not Elvis Gerback. Uh, the photos came back to the office in New York, and they realized what they had done and made a huge mistake they shot out Chiefs quarterback, which was technically Gerback at the time, but uh, Rich Gannon um, had stepped in, I guess, in relief. Um, and so they ended up taking all these pictures and profiling Elvis Gerback. And um, upon learning the truth, he had the heart or guts to tell Gerback that an unfathomable mistake had been made. People's 1998 sexiest athlete. I don't know. I just thought that was interesting. 
You're writing that post, so... Uh... <laughs> what is that? How did this this part of the story become public? Like, at what point did people admit their mistake? I don't know. I don't. I guess it just, like, leaked out. Where is uh, Jason Lacanfora when we need him? The last line of his photo spread is... It's his personality that makes him sexy. Because <laughs> <laughs> they had to qualify it. So, um, he's got a, he's got a great personality, Elvis does. Wait, are we going to talk about the Pro Bowl? Should we should yep. we get on with that? Rather than talk about the game itself, like how do you approach each uh, every year, Tim? Is that are you wrapped with excitement? You know, I I do. I get excited to watch about three minutes of highlights on the Monday after. But you know, that's this. I'm just not a big Pro Bowl fan. It's just not interesting. No, it's, it's dumb. They, they don't play a real game. It's not even the best players of the season, generally. Yeah, no one... Von Miller and Cortland Sutton are, are representatives, but it's still an irrelevant game. It's, you know, it's people who were voted because they were good the year before, or it's the backups because the really good players are in the Super Bowl, and so they don't come. It's like It's just dumb. They, don't, they play two-hand touch, practically. They love, they're all joking with each other. I think the Pro Bowl format could be made much more interesting. I can't remember when I was a kid, I was really into basketball, like NBA basketball. And I never really cared about the All-Star game. It was the slam dunk contest, you know, like the skills-based kind of like three-point contest. That, that stuff was so much fun to watch. Like if they would just put more emphasis on like... Well, they do that. They added that. Yeah, but they don't... I, but the emphasis not- isn't there. Honestly, the Pro Bowl was more useful when they they played it after the Super Bowl. So, truthfully, the best players are in it. With injuries and stuff, I'm pretty sure even now, if they if they tried to do it like that, players wouldn't play the same. A lot of players would still opt out. I I think it's just impossible to be a relevant game. I know how to make it relevant. Uh, make the prize for winning five million dollars split by the team. All of a sudden, you're like, holy shit, we could win $5 million. Let's yeah. go play. <laughs> you know? And like Lori said, you make it um, at the end of the year after the Super Bowl like it used to be. And you can't just opt out. You have to play. Like, it, it, like you, believe it or not, it could be in your contract that you actually have to play the game. Or you can't say on your resume or whatever that you were a pro bowler unless you play in the game. All right. So we've solved it. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Something Something Broncos. <laughs> I have a plan that will work 100%. 100%. It involves some of what Jess said. Move the game to after the Super Bowl and make the winner get... Oh, well, then your idea there, make the winner make a lot of money. So if you win the game... It sounded better coming from me. (laughs) I'm like my kids. That was my idea. I said it first. And then I think the biggest thing is like, make it like a championship. Like you get a freaking ring. You know, like a Super Bowl ring, but like just as just as slick, and also just I don't know, just you got to make it not be a popularity contest because so many people get in there that just aren't good. Right. You, know, you got to lock down the voting to people that actually know what the freaking hell they're talking well, about. Well, we have learned from the Hall of Fame you cannot even count on like the reporters who are supposed to know the game. Oh yeah, we'll just have this. a. We'll just have a Steelers-Cowboys Pro Bowl every year. Yeah, but you know what it should be? There, there should be maybe some minimum standards for your statistics. 
the thing is, players love to tout that they were on, you know, that they were named in the Pro Bowl. They love to say that. And frankly, Ooh. it becomes a big deal for the Hall of Fame because we, you know, we all say he was an eight time Pro Bowler. He's a four time Pro Bowler. Anybody who gets on the first team and second team All Pro list gets, gets the Pro Bowl nod. I mean, it's like it's just like the Hall of Fame voting. It's it's AP Associated Press All Pro voting, but I, I mean that to me holds more weight than the freaking Pro Bowl roster. The fact that it has partially to do with how many times you retweet somebody's name is dumb. That's so dumb. So dumb. That's so freaking dumb. And then even then, you still get Earl Thomas over Justin Simmons, which was oh. you know, I mean, what did what did Earl Thomas do? Like be the lead blocker for Derrick Henry in in their game in the in, two weeks ago? I mean, come on. It's a joke. But it's a joke that becomes serious somehow when it comes to the Hall of Fame. And so 10 years from now, when exactly. these guys are coming out and they, you know, that's something they want to talk about. It's, it shouldn't, it shouldn't even be part of the conversation anymore. Now that the Pro Bowl is just this ridiculous kind of carnival that they, that they go out and do. Yeah, so if Roger Goodell, if you're listening, um, you can hire me on full time. I can work this out for you, no problem. Um, and I can completely fix the Pro Bowl problem that you have. It used to be competitive, like when when after the, the NFL and AFL merger, like these guys hated each other. Like they would, it, it was it, it was like more intense than than many football games. And then over yeah, it, time, it just kind of you know they just kind of depleted well, all the interest in it and 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 you can't you know you can't blitz and this and that and so it's just free agency killed it it used to be a real all-star game and it's not really an all-star game because they play it before the super bowl so half the players don't play another half don't want to another another half i'm doing some yogi bear math right now and the rest of them, because football has changed, they don't let them play a hard game. So, and these guys don't want to get hurt. They don't want to ruin their chances for a big payday. Yeah. You can't blame them for that. No, you can't. Right? But it also makes the game just absolutely worthless. Yeah. Well, so okay, so that's what you do. You 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 raise the winning teams. Uh, 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 share so five million dollars split be- between is it fifty three? It's it's less than that, isn't it? Like they don't have like a full fifty. I don't know if they do or not. Um, but um, do you want me to get that, Tim? Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> you know what? I do need to take this. As John always probably asked me what he should do in the draft. Hold on a second. <laughs> Good afternoon. John. Thank you for calling Tim's house. Trade Garrett Ball. How may I direct your call? <laughs> So, okay, and then what you do is you you take out an insurance policy that if anyone gets injured, like a like an injury on a list, like so we'll get a list, like like torn MCL or something like that, then you get like ten million dollars or whatever your like salary is. Like like they should have an insurance policy to make it so that if you do get injured, your life isn't over, so that you'll play. Right. So, so the, I mean, they this this is a problem that can be fixed. I don't know if they really want to. Unfortunately, it's the kind of problem that you have to actually pay the players to solve. And as we've seen from the NFL, they don't really like to do that. So no, they, um, they want to just get the money they can from the event. And that's it. Which So then I propose, fine, if you want to have it be worthless, great. Then it's got to stop being part of the Hall of Fame criteria. Because it's a I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. 
Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. And then stop calling it the Pro Bowl. Just call it like the end of your game. <laughs> like the, the two-hand touch, uh, everybody gets to play orange slices at the end game. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Or just like the, the yeah. a celebrity football event, because there that's you what, you know, you go to the event as a fan, you're just there to get autographs and it's like a celebrity yeah. autograph event. Cele- <laughs> that's, call it the celebrity bowl. There you go. You know what, what's kind of funny is that like, if you look back at like these kind of exhibition-y kind of weird games, there used to be, uh, up until I think like the early 70s, there was a, there was a game where you had NFL All-Stars playing college all-stars and um, that's how it started uh the pro bowl started that way and wicked <laughs> eating it hold on it ended 73 that's my and there's a lot of reading here um, <laughs> I, know, I, can, I know i know the last read. game the winners get sixty-seven thousand. the losers get thirty-nine thousand. so that's a pretty hefty payout mm. for just showing up uh, the last one, I think it was in the 70s or 60s, and it was a rainy game, and they ended up ending it early because it was just like a, a total mess. No one was there. It was like a disaster. Um, the last game the College All-Stars won came in 1963. So that was the last time they won. The last game was the Super Bowl champion Steelers played the College All-Star game, and the Steelers led 24 to nothing, and the game was called. <laughs> <laughs> Well, oh, it was the storm, though. Not only was the storm like something of a disaster movie, but when the college team's coach tried to call a timeout, his players organized in the monsoon. The fans took yeah. the opportunity to storm the field. Eventually, the game was called off in the third quarter because of lightning. Right. Because those there you go. The field had torn the goalpost down. <laughs> <laughs> So, okay. Man, what a game that was. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, so so 1976, that's it. That was when it was. That was the last yeah. game in 1976, and it was called because of terrible weather and and surly fans that stole the goalpost. <laughs> <laughs> I would rather see that, to be honest. Like, wouldn't you rather see um, LSU play, I don't know, the, the Jaguars or something, just, like, beat the crap out of them? <laughs> Like, that'd be a lot of fun. I, I'd pay to watch that. That'd be a lot of, that'd be great. Hell, I, I could do pay-per-view. You know, it's like Minshew Madness versus Joe Burrow. And then Burrow gets hurt. And then the, the, the Bengals are screwed again. <laughs> <laughs> Take that. Ah. I actually found a video well. of the game. Jeez. Total mayhem. It's almost like a, a Raider game on Monday Night Football after they're blown up by the Broncos. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so, okay, so we're in agreement that uh, they need to bring back the college all-star game. No, no, that's a no? terrible idea. No? Wait, what? <laughs> oh. <laughs> what, a, what a time to be alive in the 1970s, huh? Like, <laughs> like they just didn't care. They're just like, sure, why not? I, what could go wrong? Concussion. What could go wrong? <laughs> CTE? It's okay. It's okay. 
Well, I mean, I get it. At that time, it was still like they were still in competition. The NFL wasn't as big as as college football. And so they had to try to level the playing field. And then they realized that they they had the advantage, I guess, in that game. And we're like, okay, this is we're done with this. (laughs) They continued it for how long was that? Like 14 years where the college all-stars were getting their asses kicked every year and they just kept on. Yeah. Come on back out, but guys come on back out. <laughs> come get beat up by these full grown men. No problem. Yeah, I, you got Jack Lambert, like going after some 18 year old kid. <laughs> it's just like idea. having, you know, Alabama play Troy state or something though. I mean, it's the same idea. Yeah, you have a powerhouse cool. play an underdog. They do it because I wonder you know, I wonder what the rules were. Like, what were the hashtags and like, what, like, or the hashtags, the hash marks? Like, how were you know how were, how did they kind of reconcile the college game to the NFL game? Like, I'm kind of interested in that. That'd be interesting, but no one else is, so that's why we'll never know. <laughs> that could be a one comment article on MileHighReport.com, <laughs> as it, many of my history that. articles are. Uh, with the the one and two responses, but the good news is they only take like two or three hours each to write. So it's like it's like that payoff of like, oh, let's see how my article's doing, and nobody cares. So, um, but the joke's on you because when I do those history articles, I can always go back in time and and like cut and paste and copy and boom, bang out another article three years later. You can find them that no one will read. Great show. That's it? That's it. That's it? We're done? Wait, we need a mystery question. Lori, I'm going to put you on the spot. Come up with I'm a mystery question I'm not going to know, for. but go you got it. No, no, I mean, you have to come up with one. <laughs> <laughs> it can be when anything. When was the anything. last time the Chiefs won the Super Bowl? Vikings and Chiefs. The last year the AFL was in uh, existence. They were AFL AFL patch there on their shoulder. So technically, they haven't won the Super Bowl because it wasn't called the Super Bowl when they won the game. No, they won Super Bowl four. So four is after three. So okay. that is still. <laughs> uh, what finger is that that you're showing me? It might that... be my. It might be my middle one. Is that the. Might be. Is that wait? Huh... Uh, uh... <laughs> <laughs> it was that finger. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. Oh my God! Yeah, I, I, so, I just, so that reaction that you just gave me is is what I felt through the phone when I called my doctor uh, a while ago. I was like, "Hey, I, uh, I would like to reschedule my appointment for after two o'clock because uh, my work schedule has changed." And they're like, "Oh, well." And then I went through like this whole rigmarole, like, "Oh, she's not in the office here. She's not in the office there. She's not in the. How about a one thirty? And I'm just like. Finally, we settle, and I'm like, one thir- well, one thirty is not after 2 o'clock, and so is there another time? And then the lady on the phone was like, uh, oh, no, she leaves it at, at, at 1.45 uh, every day. So I spent like, like, I spent like 20 minutes finding a day that would work, and then she's like telling me. It's like I wanted to reach through the phone and grab her and just chuck her up. But, so... Anyway, so I apologize. That was terrible. So Super Bowl, Super Bowl four, <laughs> is after Super Bowl three. It's true, but I could have said it nicer, and I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> you do not, and I would not accept it if it were nicer. <laughs> so 
when I see you next or for the first time, because right. uh, I've never actually met either of you in person. However, I have known both of you for years. Tim, I'm, I've almost known Tim for 10 years. That's crazy. I've never met him in person. Um, but I will understand if you uh, haul off and punch me in the face. It's, it's like we're long lost brothers. <laughs> you know. You're like, Jess, it's so nice to meet you. Oh, right, right there. Right. Yeah. yeah. A vanilla nut pap right there. Boom. Getcha. <laughs> <laughs> And I would deserve it. I'd be like, well, it's good to see you. Nice to meet you. And I, I knew it was coming. Um, that's why I will be wearing a cup. I <laughs> <laughs> like all good things. It has to come to an end. Uh, late breaking news. Antonio Brown has barricaded himself in his house. So <laughs> I thought that was yesterday. He's been doing this a lot. The standoff's been a long I one. I swear he needs, he needs, he oh. needs a, re- a reality show. Oh, I have help. Or help. <laughs> yeah, no, I, 108, uh, police say Antonio Brown has locked himself in his house while battery investigation continues. So he's just, <sighs> he wishes he has that hot hot air balloon now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See you. Oh. You have to be really sneaky because it's not like that hot air balloon takes off super fast. <laughs> Something Something Broncos is coming to an end right now. Uh, you've been listening to Jess Place, Lori Latimer Volkman, and Tim Lynch. We are all contributors uh, to MileHighReport.com, your one-stop shop for all things empower retirement, uh, Chiefs Kingdom-related uh, news, uh, history, stats, all that kind of exciting thing. Um you can listen to this podcast every Thursday on the Mile High Report Podcast Network. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Like and comment and tweet us and let us know what you like or what you don't like. Um, if I am too mean to Tim or to Lori, uh, let them know that your sympathies are with them. <laughs> <laughs> A correction on the reporting of the foul. Both teams were on the both up. Both fouls were on the kicking team. Right. Pro Bowl is dumb, though. Nobody cares about the Pro Bowl. It's irrelevant as anything. We're, we care. We're doing a podcast about it. Well, that's what we should. Do. I think we should do more about the Senior Bowl. Because that's at least okay. talking about players. I don't know anything. About I don't know anything about the. I don't either. Bowl. We don't have to talk long. We can talk about the Pro Bowl. We talk about like, Kansas City, and we talk about the Senior okay. Bowl. Okay, we'll let Lori talk about the Senior Bowl. Christian Berry. What about a, what about Listen, Christian Berry's <laughs> a center, and that would be good, right? Because then we could move Connor McGovern. He's not going to be with the Broncos. You don't think anyway. so? Anyway, there's some rumors that Munchak might not want him back. Oh well, so then Christian Berry might be even more important. Yeah. And Kinlaw is a defensive tackle who apparently yeah. is very impressive. And KJ Hill's a wide receiver. I Googled I Googled them all before. When you mentioned senior balls, like, God damn it, I have to go Google some people now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. So all right, so Lori will give her senior bowl report. And <laughs> uh oh, everyone's breaking up. I've lost it. Can you guys hear me? I can hear you. I don't think anyone's breaking up. Just place Earth, Earth to just, and he's gone.
You've been listening to Something Something Broncos, a feature of MileHighReport.com with Lori Lattimore-Volk, Jess Place, and Tim Lynch. Get involved in the conversation at MileHighReport.com.